The whole reason I have a job is to make sure the company is prepared for bad weather. I like that there's constantly something new to learn. Because ultimately, as an internal auditor, the company is looking to excel in its operations. Hey everybody, you're listening to Plugged In, Con Edison's podcast about everything related to energy. That's right, we're the energy company of New York City and Westchester County, and I'm your host, Sydney Alvarez. This podcast is about three people, three people who make your life better to make your life as a New Yorker full of energy, undisrupted energy. It's just past 8.30 a.m. and I'm getting out of Union Square and heading up on 14th Street. You know, and as I'm walking, I'm kind of feeling that it might rain. Did you know that weather completely governs your energy system? It influences electricity, gas, and steam. Think about it. On a hot day, you use more electricity to cool off. Or on a cold day, more energy to warm your home. Weather forecasts are more important to your energy system, to your way of life, than you may think. To tell us more, we're chatting with Mike Berlinger. He's Con Edison's in-house meteorologist. Here's our interview. So do you mind if we start with a fast round of word association? Sure. All right, cool. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to say a word, and you tell me the first word that pops in your mind. Okay? Okay, sure. All right, so here we go. Here's the first word. Green. Renewable. Meteorologist. Uh, weather. Success. I'm going to go being accurate. Accuracy. Okay. Future. We'll go with seasons. I mean, okay, it's, seasons. yeah. All I right, mean, cool. I think on blocks. I get it. Here's the last word. Sure. Here's the last word. New Yorkers. Busy. Perfect. <laughs> Well, that's what you wanted me to say the first thing. <laughs> yes, that, the, that right. worked out great. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so listen, Mike, you're a meteorologist for an energy company. What does weather have to do with how people get their electricity, steam, or gas? Yeah, I mean, weather affects every part of what we do as a company um, because our energy usage, the public's energy usage alone, is, is highly correlated to what weather we see, if it's going to get hot, how people turn on air conditioners. Um, if it's going to get cold, how people turn up their steam systems to generate heat for their buildings. So there's there's a huge correlation to what goes on on a daily basis weather-wise and how we operate as a company uh, because it's our job to be prepared for all of that. And we have so much of our infrastructure outdoors that it's all affected by weather of all sorts. The weather that we see here, how it affects our infrastructure, how we then approach it as a staffing problem internally, it's all different no matter where you're at. And so that's where we play a huge role is, is what we're going to see, when we're going to see it, and then to pre prepare the company for those things. What do you like about your job? Uh, everything. I mean, it's forecasting the weather is different every day. Um, creating products to then get that information out to the customers interesting to me. And then a huge part of my job is going out and talking and going out and instructing and informing and teaching people in the company about the weather and how it impacts us and how meteorologists do the job that we do of, because we forecast not only the weather, but then we as meteorologists forecast impact to the company. But you're forecasting, not giving a precise or an exact. 
So we use, math and physics is what's used to drive weather models, but it's not 100% certain. Something can go wrong. The whole reason I have a job is to make sure the company is prepared for bad weather, to make sure we minimize any customer impacts, any power outages, as much as we possibly can before the weather hits. That's my job, is to make sure the company is prepared for that before it happens. And so that's a big task, and it can play a huge role, both if we get it right or we get it wrong, in how we handle it and how we move forward. Here's my last question for you. What worries you most when it comes to weather? It would be the thing that would bring us the most impact, and that would be a tropical system by far. Um, in our history, I mean, we've had some big events that aren't tropical, that where we've had nor'easters or we've had wet snow events, and those certainly aren't tropical by nature, and they've brought us quite a bit of impact. But the biggest impact ever in company history is Sandy, and that was a post-tropical event. That was something that was a hurricane that morphed and became something besides a hurricane, still strong. Those are things I, I, I stay late at night. And then there's a lot on the line. Mike, thank you very much. Great information. Keep looking up for us and protecting us. Thank you. Always will. It's just past 10 a.m. and I'm still here in the Union Square area. I want to introduce you to Terrell Skipper. He's an energy analyst. He's looking at the future of energy, the consumption, what's shaping the need. Is our future bright? Let's find out. Here's my interview with Terrell. Now, Terrell, I told you that I'd like to have fun in my interviews. Let's play a fast round of word association. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to say a word to you, and you tell me the first word that pops in your head. Okay, mm -hmm. so here we go. First word, green. Clean. Analyst. Data. Success. Winning. <laughs> <laughs> Future. Uh, bright. New Yorkers. <laughs> oh, diverse, diverse. Diverse. <laughs> awesome, awesome. You did a great job. Thanks for playing with us. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me on. You're an energy analyst. Explain to us what exactly this means. Um, I think it can mean a lot of things. For me, as an analyst with strategic planning, um, I'm focused on two different long-term studies. Um, one of them being uh, co cost-effective electrification in New York State. So basically, how do we see our customers using energy between now and 2050 and how that may change and affect our day-to-day um, -day operations and the investments that we make. Mm -hmm. um, and also how these changes can uh, help us uh, reduce carbon emissions and achieve our state goal, state and city goals. So what is it about your job that you like? Um, I like that there's constantly something new to learn and people are still kind of figuring out how to achieve this, this new future with reduced carbon and clean energy. Um, so it's, you have people coming together from different, uh, I guess, sides of the energy industry, um, mm -hmm. trying to, all trying to find a common uh, a solution to this problem. Now you told me earlier in our earlier conversations, you mentioned to me that you're 24 years old. How would you like to see your work help dictate the energy behavior for a new generation of New Yorkers? 
I think a lot of the work that you know me and my team are working on now is really just um, projections of kind of where different ways we could see this shaping out. Um, so I think in the future, you know, maybe it's not exactly one of the scenarios that we've modeled out, but by having this complete picture using different sensitivities to understand how um, different factors could influence uh, how energy is consumed, that'll give people a good understanding of kind of if certain elements change, how we can best adapt to it or how that could affect the company. Are you hoping to change behaviors? I think the main goal is educating people, um, especially, uh, you know, like our regulators, our internal groups. Um, we want to kind of get people on the same page about where electrification is headed, um, how different policies could impact that, and what role or how would the utility be best positioned to stay a successful company in this changing future. If you could say something to our customers, what would you say to them about your job that affects them? You know, we're really working to understand how our behaviors and potential change in behaviors could uh, help reduce emissions and achieve goal our goals of clean energy so that we can have a safer, healthier New York State. Thanks for being on our program and we wish you continued success. Thank you. Well, it's getting close to lunchtime, but I'm excited about my last interview for today. In your life, how do you go about to try to make things better? For example, if you're the type of person that is always running late, what do you do to correct this? Do you get up earlier, find a different commute, prepare better? Well, imagine doing this type of a streamlined problem-solving process, but on a much grander scale. Well, that's what my next guest does. She's a project auditor for the energy company. She sees things and makes them better. Her name is Kimberly Fondo, and here's her interview. Kimberly, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Would you please take a little... Uh, quiz with me? Sure. <laughs> I'd like to play a fast round of word association with you. I'd okay. like to share a word with you and if you can, you know, let us know the first word that pops into your mind. Is that cool? Yes. All right, let's try this, okay? So the first word is green. Energy. Auditor. Oh. <laughs> I stopped you. <laughs> you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, auditor. Me. You, okay. Uh, success. Changes. Future. Right. Last one, New Yorkers. The best. Hey, thank you very much. So, you're an auditor for an energy company, an internal auditor. Yes. What does this mean exactly? So, as an internal auditor, I look to conduct reviews of our internal departments to ensure that they are operating in accordance to their, op their procedures, that they comply with their regulations. You have to basically become an expert at whatever subject crosses your desk. 
Is that the case? And how do you do this? So, yes. So in order for me to conduct a thorough audit, I do need to have a good understanding of the business. I do research. I speak to people from the business. I prepare myself as well as work with the business to ensure that throughout the process that my understanding of what I'm reviewing is accurate. But it's constantly changing. Now, so how long are you, are you usually wrapped in a particular subject? Around three months for the entire engagement. Mm-hmm. And in three months, you become an expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something of that sort, yes. <laughs> so what do you like about your job then? Obviously, it's always changing. Yes, and that's actually one of the things that I love about this job. Uh, the subject matter differs. I like learning new things. I like working with different people and being able to be exposed to different parts of the company. When... I heard I was going to be interviewing an internal auditor. The first thing that popped into my mind was, oh, so she's got to go find everything that's wrong. That's not the case, right? No, that's that's not the case. Um, so during an audit, depending on what the, the scope, what I'm looking at, yes, I'm looking to ensure that the business aligns with their procedures. However, also through that process, I do make note of where they're performing well. So it's not, it's not just about reporting, let's say, areas that need improvement, but it's also a- acknowledging um, the positive and good work that is being done. Right, finding out what's working, right? Yes. What would you say to our customers about your job that directly affects them? Well, what I do and what I contribute affects or influences how the company operates, um, how the company interacts with our customers, um, how the the company interacts with our regulatory Mm -hmm. agencies. All of that is collectively improving the customer's experience, providing the customer with the reliable service that they require and that they deserve. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. You just heard from three different people who in their own way affect your life right here in New York City and Westchester County. I certainly have a new perspective when it comes to the weather and our energy future and operations. What I do know is that we have folks like Mike, Terrell, and Kimberly, and the other 14,000 men and women within the Con Edison system who provide the know-how to keep our power going. So that's our show. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. If you have any thoughts about our program, you can send an email to podcast at coned.com. I'm your host, Sidney Alvarez. Thanks for listening. Until next time, y adios.